Welcome back to Pro Wrestling Edge. I am your host, The Dan Brewer, and we are here in 2020 with this special episode to start the year off. Um, last week on our year-end review show, Bernard and I said that Pro Wrestling Edge was going to be giving you guys some more content in the uh, new year, and so that starts with this episode right here. In a few moments, I'll get to the details on what's going to happen in this episode, but first, uh, like to uh, let you guys know how you can find us on Facebook. You can find us at, uh, or you can find Bernard at Bernard Hurd. You can find me at Dan Brewer on uh, Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at the Dan Brewer. Um, the podcast can be followed at PWE Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. You can find us that way on Facebook as well, along with Pro Wrestling Edge. Um, you can email us at prowrestlingedgepod at gmail.com. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, Radio.com, iHeartRadio, pretty much anywhere that you can get your podcast, you can get Pro Wrestling Edge. Um, shout outs for this episode first shout out we want to give to is John Drake at Nerdy Designs if you're a new business or a business that's looking to maybe uh, do a little bit upgrade or facelift for the new year um, reach out to John Drake at Nerdy Designs he is um, one of the best graphic designers um, if you're looking for business cards uh, a new logo design if you're rebranding yourself uh Trading cards, e event uh, flyers, posters, banners, uh, magnets to go on the uh, side of your car, yard signs, um, pretty much everything. I, I talked to John on New Year's Eve, and he actually has been, uh, he designed some wrestling gear. Um, so uh, I took his design and took it to their... Um, seamstress to, to make that gear he also uh, a new thing that he just did as well was he uh, designed an entrance curtain logo for a local promotion um, they wanted to spruce things up upgrade their stage and um, whatnot for the 2020 year so uh, he's done that so uh, you can find him at nerdy designs on facebook he has all of his work there where you can see it um if you don't see anything on there that you're looking for reach out to them and tell them what it is you're looking for and you guys can uh talk that out and uh, i'm sure he will uh do what he can to accommodate you um he's got real quick turnaround times usually within 24 hours at the very latest 48 he gets you your stuff his customer service is top notch he works seven days a week Pretty much around the clock, so uh, contact John Drake at Nerdy Designs. Our second shout-out is to Steve Thompson at Hyperion Belts. If you are in the southeast Michigan or Michigan area and you've been to wrestling shows, you have probably seen belts that have been made by Hyperion Belts. Um, uh, Steve does great work. Um, real good guy. Um, he actually has a Facebook page, Hyperion Championship Belts. You can go on there. Not only does he make belts for promotions, he'll also make replica belts for you. If, if you're looking for something old school, WWE, if you're looking for ECW, different things, he's got a whole collection of, uh, of replica belts that he'll, uh, he'll make for you. Reach out to Steve there. He also has a Facebook group page called Hyperion Belts that, uh, he allows us podcasters and, and uh, local uh, independent wrestling stars and promotions to book to uh, promote themselves and promote their um, their matches and events and uh, just for all around good guys. So go ahead and find uh, Steve at Hyperion Championship Belts and ask to join the Facebook page Hyperion Belts. And uh, we also want to shout out. The Alliance Wrestling Chat Community Facebook group. I'm a moderator for that page. Uh, Chase does a great job with his page. A lot of uh, interaction with uh, the weekly television shows for the major promotions, WWE, AEW, NXT. They do um, 
contest, almost like Scorecards does, for where you pick the uh, winners of the events of the big of the big four pay per views for WWE, and and the winner gets um, uh, free shirts from uh, a free shirt from uh, WWE shop. So, uh, and uh, the winners of the contest will also get a shout out here on Pro Wrestling Edge. Um, for that, so go ahead and request to join the Alliance Wrestling Chat Community Facebook group and get involved in the discussions and the contests. Not only will you get an opportunity to win free stuff, you will also have your name heard and shout out here on Pro Wrestling Edge. Before we get into what the show is for today, I do want to talk about a very important event coming up um, January 25th, Wyandotte, Michigan at the Grizzlies. We have the show being put on by Roughhouse Rob and A7s. This is the benefit show for the Dread Queen, Holly. Um, she suffers from a condition that um, attacks the nerves in her face, and there's a benefit show going on that day to help uh, with uh, medical expenses and it's going to be a great event doors open at six you can contact roughhouse rob for tickets um I, if you go to pro wrestling edges facebook page i have all the information there i've posted it um you can reach out to rob that way or reach out to me and i'll let you know how to get to rob and um get you some tickets they're also selling shirts that are being raised. Also, the proceeds are going to go to Holly. And that is being done by Face Kicked Apparel. Uh, reach out to Sean Stockmeyer. There is a deadline to order those, which is the 12th. Um, order those. They're $20. It doesn't matter what size. Um, it, bigger sizes is still $20. And those will be available at the show if for whatever reason you're liking to support with buying a shirt, but you can't be at the show, um, Sean will send those out for you. So uh, you have until the 12th, like I said, to reach out to Sean Stockmeyer to order a shirt. And the shirt says, Trigeminal Neuralgia Fears the Dread King. And it's got a picture of Dread King Logan on it with the event name and the date. So uh, let's show some love for Holly. Go out and watch some great independent wrestling. There's a huge card. That is developing for this. We do have a staple gun match between Peter B. Beautiful and um, um, I'm drawing a blank now. Um, Peter B. Beautiful and Chuck Stein. Uh, we also have Rob House Rob's retirement match. Uh, he will be taking on DBA. And um, Dread King Logan will be in action against the big bad wolf, Ace Evans. So come out and support uh, Holly, watch some great wrestling, um, interact with Pro Wrestling Edge, and um, let's just show some love for Holly. So, this episode is a special one. Um, last few weeks ago, we were invited by um, the owner of BCWA, um, Mike Blackwell, and uh, on... December 28th was the end of the year Cataclysm show for BCWA. It's their big show of the year. And the previous night to that, Friday the 27th, they had an awards ceremony and press conference. Um, Pro Wrestling Edge was there um, to cover the press conference, along with Dylan from Three Wise Men Media, Kyle uh, from Knockouts and Three Counts, and Cody, Josh, and Dan from Michigan Independent Weekly, Wrestling Rage. Uh, we were there to cover the press conference. Um, it was a good time. Uh, I have videos on our Pro Wrestling Edge Facebook page. Um, Cody has some videos up. Uh, Kyle has some stuff out for it. Um, but uh, what you're going to hear today is actually the audio from the press conference. Um, Bernard and I were there. I was manning the equipment, and Bernard, Dylan, Kyle, Josh, and Cody were able to ask questions to um, the panel at the press conference. We had, um, in attendance at the press conference, we had Elk, 
um, to discuss his match against Osmodius. Um, the Frogun, D-Ray 3000, and Mitch Hewitt were there. Um, they had a little verbal square off for their match that happened at Cataclysm. We also had Truth Martini was in the house to discuss the match between his boys and our past guest, Gracefully Chosen, against the Bump and Uglies. Uh, we also had um, Dread King Logan was there to talk about his match with DTA for the Alliance Championship. And Drzeko was there, and he was there talking about the Jim Joy Memorial Battle Royal, which um, is a new event that um, made its debut at Cataclysm this year. Um, once that uh, panel was done, we went to the second panel, which was Studio 86 members, Mike Blackwell, Big Daddy Gaddy, and the superstar Bill Martell was there, along with uh, Mike T. Daniels from H3RD. Those guys were there to discuss the big epic match that took place at Cataclysm for the BCWA Tag Team Titles. We also had Orlando Christopher and Justin Main there for the BCWA Championship match. Uh, the Professor Matthew Priest was the host of the press conference, and here it goes. We also have Frogun, Mitch Hewitt. Two gentlemen want to come up to the table here and have a seat. If, um, Elk and Osmodius, Elk, if you want to hop on up here and be ready to field some questions from your dudes. Got somebody locked out outside. Uh, superstar, you want to let these boys in? Drake, Zeko, here you can talk about the uh, Jim Joy Memorial Battle Royal. You want to have a seat up at the table here? We get the Dread King up here to talk about his Lions Championship match. And uh, Truth Martini can talk about uh, the Gracefully Chosen versus the Bumpin' Uglies. That gives us a handful of matches represented up here for you guys to ask away with your questions. And I got a new tag team by the name of Gracefully 
chosen. I found this is the one. They actually finished my last class. They've only been wrestling for two months. Two months. And they got a bright future ahead of them. You know, uh, I, I was gone for three years and I came back and that's the tag team that I decided I was going to manage. And while I was gone, Mavado, I see, I, I saw he grew some, but tomorrow it's going to be gruesome. Trust me. Knockouts, three counts, Pro Wrestling Edge, three wise when you guys have questions. So, my, my first question is going to be for Truth Martini as well. Uh, and you guys can check out our show. We just had Welcome Ugly on the show on Tuesday. Uh, we know Bavado does a lot of work at the House of Truth, things like that. Um, tell me a little bit about how that affects you guys going into that match. Do you think it gives you a little bit of a heads up? How do you feel going Well, we are all men here, so we always separate business from personal. You know what I mean? Uh, he is the assistant trainer at the House of Truth, and... Um, you know, he, he knows the stuff. He knows the stuff. He's been around professional wrestling since 2002. So that's a very, very long time. Um, but, you know, once that bell rings, friendship goes aside, and that's just how it's gonna be. And uh, I've been working with Gracefully Chosen for the past couple of weeks, you know, like, uh, Mike Blackwell, when he first made the match, he goes, you know, you got you got three weeks prep. And I said, well, tell the bumper neck, at least they got three weeks left. Elk, tell us how excited you are about your first match at Cataclysm. Oh, I couldn't be more excited to be in BCWA. I mean, I've been up and down the time stream in and out of dimensions, beating up bad guys for as long as I can remember. And now tomorrow I get to go up against Osmodius, a guy so bad he's got black stuff leaking out of his face. Hopefully we can make some red stuff leak out of his face. My next question is for the Froga. Froga, you're going up against Mitch Hewitt. Uh, you know, a little bit younger in the game. You've been around the game for a long time. Tell us your thoughts on the match for a while. You know, this new guy over here, Mitch Hewitt, he's sitting here smiling and grinning. And I'll teach you a favorite them jelly beans, newbie. Yeah. But tomorrow at Cataclysm is the last BCWA event of the year. And I'm going to make an example out of Mitch Hewitt to let everybody know that when the 2020 comes in, the Fro Gun is the last guy they want to see across from their name. Because there ain't going to be no more Mitch Hewitt when the Fro Gun is done with. Did you seriously just ask me if I'm going to leave Cataclysm with the Alliance Championship? I I will become the greatest Alliance Champion to ever grace BCWA. I will make this belt prestigious. People will want to fight me, but they won't beat me. Tomorrow, three men enter that ring, and then they square off against the greatest alliance champion ever. And then when I'm done with them, I'll move on to the next challenge. I am the Dread King Logan people. I'm not scared of anyone, especially DDA. Yeah. Stupid question. I actually got a question here for the uh, the sexiest man in the room, Drizeko. Tomorrow, we had Evan Craig earlier today. He talked about the Jim Joy Memorial Battle Royal. Drizeko over here, good looking fella, sexiest man in the room right here, ladies and gentlemen. Drizeko, you're making your capitalism debut in the Battle Royal here. What does this match mean to you on this uh, occasion? Um, this match means, uh, 
it means more than it means to anyone else that's going to be competing in the world because uh, I feel like I have a lot more to prove than anyone else in the battle royal. Everybody keeps uh, keeps looking at me and giving me these uh, these strange looks, including that Mitchell Pure right now. Um, and uh, I don't think anybody really thinks uh, I'm much of a competitor here at BCWA, so I think uh, tomorrow I'm gonna show that I am the mucho sexy submission machine, maybe break a couple arms, break a couple necks, and show that I deserve to be here at BCWA. Thank you. Mr. Truth Martini, sir. Um, we just had gracefully chosen on Pro Wrestling Edge, and they said this is going to be a retirement match. Any thoughts on that? You said they said it's going to be a retirement match? Retirement match. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I was saying earlier, it's uh, out with the old and in with the new, you know? Every time I manage a team, see, uh, a manager always has to have an agenda, and my agenda is that I actually want to win more than any wrestler wants to win. That's why I put everything behind, and I make sure my guys win. I, I always make sure, uh, and that's what a real manager does. Actually, just last week on Ring of Honor Television, they did the top five managers of all time. And last week, yours truly, Jude Martini, was voted number one. And uh, it's okay, the rest of the world's gonna go on without the bumping uglies. It's fine, it's fine, you know? But the sad thing is, honestly, out of mind. You guys will forget them very quick. So make sure you're here to see the bumping uglies tomorrow, because that's the last time you guys are gonna see them. Does anyone have any more questions for the uh, guests we have up here? Bill, we've seen you a lot over at Clash Wrestling, other places around Michigan. You know, we've seen you a couple times here now at BCWA. What are your thoughts on it? Uh, I'm just beyond excited. I can't wait to bring the tribe to BCWA in full force here. And like I said, I mean, Apollodius is a big, mean, scary guy. I uh, I think that I'm a big, mean, scary guy. So we're gonna put on a big show for the crowd. It's gonna be King Kong versus Godzilla. So hopefully uh, you didn't bring any buildings because we're gonna knock them down. One more question. Froga, your plans for 2020. Oh, that's real easy. Take over the world. I want pro gun on everything, billboards, you know, windows. Hell, I'm not going missing, but you can put me on the back of the milk box too. You know what I'm saying? Pro gun will be everywhere. That's my plan. On your shirt, on your jacket, on your hat, even on the back of the cell phone you buy. That's what I want. That too. All kind of flavors. Especially Tabasco sauce, kid. <laughs> Last chance for questions for the current panel that we have up here. Mitch Hewitt, for you, uh, I talked about uh, your match with Rogan. What are your thoughts about facing the veterans in a game like Rogan? What are your thoughts? Dude. You just slow down. I got a dream ticket. <laughs> no, I'll be honest, I have a lot of respect for Froman. I know he's been around forever, but I, there's just that animosity. And, uh, you know, I don't think either of us asked for this match, but it just kind of worked out. For me, after uh, a year in the business, it's kind of a nice way to round things out. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring the next panel up, but I want to announce the matchups really quick. Tomorrow we have Elk taking on Asmodeus. Keith Martini is gracefully chosen, representing the House of Truth, will take on the Bumpin' Uglies. The Dread King Logan defending the Alliance Championship against three members of the Death Threat Army in a one-fall match. Whoever wins will become Alliance Champion if Logan Gets the fall, he retains, but he'll be facing Adam Wick, Tommy Vendetta, 
and Alex Weir. As earlier mentioned, we have the June Joy Memorial Battle Royal. It's an open invitational. Derzakio's in. I'm sure we'll see many other competitors join the fracas tomorrow. And the other two guests up here that we've had some heated words with is Frogun and Mitch Hewitt square off one-on-one -on -one as well. That's going back a little bit, ladies and gentlemen, to the nightmare on 4th Street when we saw Mr. Hewitt from underneath the ring distracted in the Frogun and Mitch also had quite the performance in the battle for a champion last month. He was in there the second longest next to the superstar Bill Martell and Tommy Tresnick, I've said it's the third longest. Record times there for Mitch Hewitt, impressive performance, and the Fro Gun was within seconds of winning the battle for a champion and getting a shot at the BCWA championship. So big stakes up for grabs in that contest tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Give these gentlemen a round of applause. Thank you for your support here. We're gonna move into phase two of the press conference with the remaining matchups as we got Orlando and Christopher defending the BCWA championship against Justin Maine. We have Studio 86 as they're gonna be challenging for the BCWA Tag Team Championships against H3RD. I believe those are the only two matchups uh, we have left with participants here. Is again, Isaiah Bronner and Electric Ely are not present or have representation. And we have an eight match show tomorrow that covers it. participants and competitors in front of me here. All right, my first question goes to Mike Blackwell. So we know that you had to put up a stipulation if you guys lose, you have to dissipate Studio 86. Um, as you go into this match, does that bring any extra pressure to all of you guys? Right now, I guess the question goes to you as well. I mean, what? Uh, as you go into this match, does it bring any extra nerves to it, knowing that if you guys lose, you have to dissipate? I'll take that one for you, Mike. Well, see. I wish all of HBRD was here tonight so they could find this out because I'm, I'm going to go ahead and drop the bombshell. Is it okay? Are you, you're kind of in charge. Are you okay with that? Okay. He talked. That was big. He doesn't talk very much. So, you all know that, like, we're really not the best of guys. I mean, we can do some scumbag stuff just like anybody else. And everybody knows Mike Blackwell owns and runs BCWA. I'm his business partner. And, so we can pretty much do whatever we want, and we usually try not to, but uh, tomorrow is officially a no disqualification match uh, against H3RD. Where's the pediatrician? Is he up? Yeah, because we know that you guys are going to cheat. And guess what? We're going to cheat too. And that's why I'm wearing what I'm wearing tonight. I'm not dressed up in a fancy suit. I don't look pretty like Gaddy, and I don't look handsome like Mike, and I don't look as rugged as Christopher. I'm just... I'm wearing what I'm going to wear tomorrow because this is not going to be a wrestling match. This is going to be a fight. <laughs> I told them kids to be quiet about an hour ago. Yeah, but for real, it's not going to be a wrestling match. This has been going on since, what, uh, March, April? It's been a long time. These guys come in. They've always thought they were better than us. They were jonesing for a good match because Lord knows they couldn't get one. So they come here, fortunately, they, unfortunately, fortunately for them, they became the tag team champions right off the bat. And we've been fighting and clawing and scratching. And the only way that we get the match tomorrow is we have to put up the whole group. If we lose, it's over. And I'm not ready for it to be over because the last year's been a hell of a ride. And uh, tomorrow we're gonna kick your ass. And I'm gonna give you a special one right between the beard and the nose, right in your stupid little mouth. <laughs> Orlando Christopher, you talked a little bit about your career. I've seen posts on Facebook where you're talking about that this is probably going to be your last year in professional wrestling. 
and going up against somebody like Justin May, who obviously has a lot of history with. What's this match for you with him tomorrow? Well, uh, first let me tell you a little bit about Justin May. Justin May is one of those guys who I don't think gets appreciated enough. Okay, by his peers, by the fans, just people in general. This guy who comes in, he's in great shape, always ready to work, always puts on a good show, always connects with the audience. And uh, it's weird because me and him both kind of trying to watch my PG language. I'm not a very PG guy. Uh, but he's just uh, he's an underrated talent, and I look forward to stepping in the ring with him because I feel like we're both two guys that have chips on our shoulders. Uh, I've always worked way harder than everybody else because I felt like I had to. You know, I, I was a buck 40 when I started. Uh, I've been thankful enough to make a couple of PWI 500s. I've been thankful enough to work for Chikara and Evolve and all these things. Um, I've been thankful enough to main event a lot of the big shows here in Detroit. Um, tomorrow, you're gonna see two guys with two chips on their shoulders giving you everything they have to put on the best wrestling match you can see here all year long. That's how I feel about it, so I'm looking forward to it. Justin, question for you. So we just heard Orlando's thoughts on the match. You know, we've, he's talked a lot about how this kid, he's winding down to the end of his career. You know, for those who are looking at you and are saying, you know, are you ready for a match against Orlando? What are your thoughts going in and out of this match and anybody that's overlooking? I mean, it's uh, it's pretty similar to what you know Orlando just said. Uh, I feel I actually feel very similar to him. Um, I feel like we're two of the guys in Michigan that haven't really gotten our due um, for what we put into the work that we put out there. Um, however, with that being said, um, I have wrestled Orlando before, and I know what he's capable of in the ring. Um, I've had a singles match with him like a long time ago. I think in like 2011 or something like that. So we do have a little bit of history there, but uh, the fact that I'm going up against uh, a talent of his caliber, uh, somebody who's done as much as he's done in the past 15 years, and somebody who uh, gets as much uh, respect amongst the circles in Michigan, not, a, not only just Michigan, like this region and even the U.S., um, it, it's, it's something that I'm very, I'm very uh, excited for. I'm very happy to be able to be one of his last few matches in, in pro wrestling and uh, to, in such a, a large fashion, too, for the BCWA Championship. It's not just like a one-off singles match. It's, it's a BCWA Championship match on the largest BCWA show of the year. Like, to me, that's huge. And to be able to be in that position and be able to have that opportunity with Orlando, and it, it, it's a great opportunity. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, we put on one for the ages. Uh, Justin May, you won for the fan uh, for the fan voted wrestler of the year. Uh, do you feel that it's going to give you a little bit more of a push to cheer you on tomorrow, or does it give you a little bit more stress to know that everyone's watching you and you're going to have everyone paying a bit more attention to you? I am the type of guy that thrives under pressure. I thrive under stress. Uh, the more stress, uh, the more uh, pressure that's put on me for a match, or even not even just a match, but like when I'm doing like a film, for example. Um, when I have that type of pressure put on me, when I know that if I fail, I fail spectacularly, um, it makes me work harder and it pushes me and drives me even more to be able to accomplish something that maybe other people wouldn't think would be possible. So yeah, when, when I have that much pressure put on me to be able to, especially to you know, please the audience, it does make me feel like I have to go out there and perform even harder than what maybe sometimes I don't even think I'm capable of. So yeah, I, I will definitely be putting everything out there 150% tomorrow. My next question is for the long member of H3RD that we've got up here. So tell me, I already asked Studio 86 what their thoughts are on the match. What would it mean to H3RD to be able to shut down Studio 86? What would it mean to the H3RD to shut down Studio 86? Uh, kind of like what we've been doing for the better part of a year, Studio 86 can't hold a candle to Tommy Tresdick, Dad Vaughn, and myself. So tomorrow, after we, H3RD, defeats Studio 86, and that crappy little group has to disband forever, everybody will be forced to realize that H3RD runs this show, runs this company, and it will no longer be 
the BCWA, the Blue Collar Wrestling Alliance. It will be known as the White Collar Wrestling Alliance. Yeah, I, I actually have a question for Mike Blackwell. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, who, who, who mans is that right there? <laughs> That's all, but no further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> Mike Blackwell, um, you know, you've been, BCWA's been going for quite a while now, and we talked, you talk, they talked about it in the award ceremony about this being a premier event for your organization. Um, what's it like for you, been in it for this many years, going into this, and maybe having this band, but, you know, also being part of something like this? See, I see it as, as two separate questions, really. That's, uh, BCWA means a lot to a lot of us. So to, to still be here, um, to have come back, to, uh, to keep the, um, some of the traditions alive, some of the shows alive, and continue to do them uh, for the next generation of fans. And, um, and to be able to do the things we've done, um, make the connections, the relationship, mend some relationships that I've broken, and, um, and do the right thing, that's a very fulfilling moment for me. Um, when it comes to the business end of it, Champ's not gonna let me down. I'm not too worried about it. So, Cataclysm, they can bring their best, but I've got the best, so. HTRD, does this no disqualification give you more of an advantage or disadvantage? Oh, the, the, no, the no disqualification stipulation, that's why I don't understand why they're so pleased about it. You do understand that we have like a thousand members. You don't know how many members are in the HTRD. You have no clue. We could have 15 guys to take out gay. So the fact that you idiots made it no disqualification is laughable. You've just signed your, your fate. You're done. First of all, I don't even have a pen, so I couldn't sign anything. And second of all, you might have a thousand people, but we literally have a guy who's literally 1,000 feet tall. <laughs> Do you understand that? So he can take his hand and chop down each of you little piss ants as they come in. You can have a thousand and one people. Answer this question for him. I've signed nothing, I don't have a pen. <laughs> Orlando, do you feel any pressure going into this match? And do you think just as you wind down your career, it's just one of the biggest matches of your career? Uh, biggest matches, I'll let you guys decide that kind of stuff. But um, in terms of pressure, there's always pressure. Uh, if you lose the sense of butterflies when you walk out, you shouldn't be doing it. Right? So there's always pressure. And when you're in a main event, you're in a title match, you always want to go out and you want to have that match. I'm excited because the last few months I've had some fun matches and stuff, but uh, I finally get to get in there with another wrestler. So now we get to actually have a wrestling match, and uh, that's where I strive to do, and that's what I'm best at. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting in the ring with him and putting on a wrestling classic tomorrow. And um, just a few minutes ago, I, uh, I was given words, so 
Orlando and, and Justin. I guess as the uh, the first BCWA champion, um, I've been asked to be the special referee for your guys' match tomorrow. And um, I'll be in the ring with you two gentlemen. Trace, do you have any bias one way or the other? Absolutely not, no. I, I just found the news out about three minutes ago. So, Justin, how do you feel about uh, this, uh, this news that just broke? I just I can't help but think back to last year when uh, a certain somebody became the new special guest referee in our match after hours got knocked out. So if you're asking how I feel about it, um, I mean I, I'll roll the punches. I'll, I'll go with it. Um, I'm just a, a little surprised. That's all. Same question to you, Orlando. I mean, I'm just going to reiterate what he already said. Uh, this is new to us as well, so, um, you know, half of tonight is just me finding out things as we go. <laughs> you know, I've never been to one of these, so uh, I didn't know I was going to be sitting up here. I didn't know we were going to have food. Uh, nobody told me about what to dress like, otherwise I would have worn pants that didn't have holes in them. Nobody told me anything. So uh, tonight's a night full of surprise, and I'm just rolling with the punches, and uh, I don't think it'll affect things either way. I'm just looking forward to having a match tomorrow. Orlando, you mentioned how you're excited about this match because you're going to get to actually wrestle with somebody. You're going to get some other wrestling. What, uh, what would you say to those of your detractors that say you're just a guy who likes to do all the high spots, all that kind of stuff? You know, what, uh, what can the people expect out of this match? Well, first off, just uh, they're wrong. <laughs> I mean, from the get-go. I mean, I think I'm one of the best mat wrestlers and technicians around here. Uh, I wrestled with Olympians and stuff before I got into pro wrestling. Um, I was, you know, training with Olympian, like Olympic gold medalists and stuff like that. Um, so to me, wrestling is my natural go-to. I think the the crazy stuff you remember more because uh, it's easier to remember the guy bleeding, you jumping off something, but you forget that beautiful hammerlock reversal that he threw on before that. So, like I said, I'm looking forward to tomorrow because I get to wrestle and. Uh, these last few months have been fun. It was fun having Mitch hide under the ring and scare some people, you know? It's been fun, but it's it's going to be a wrestling match tomorrow, and that's what I'm looking forward to. Mr. Pediatrician, does uh, the mad scientist Tommy Tresnick have any special elixirs ready for this match coming up? Yes. Good to know. That's why he's not here. He's out in the neighborhood, creeping around people's backyards trying to get... I mean, I've already said it a bunch of times. He's trying. I've been informed that I can't call it what it is. He's gonna say cat piss. You can't say it. That's why I didn't say it. Feline urine. On that note, are you guys at all worried that he may have some kind of special concoction just for you? No, I've got chemical face shields for all of us for tomorrow. All right. So, question for Studio Eighty Six. Being as though if you guys lose, you disband. You think there's a such thing as overconfidence on your part by putting up that stipulation? Well, we didn't have a choice. Um, so, and I, I joke and kid and laugh and try to enjoy the the smaller aspects of wrestling. Now that I'm back after I took five and a half years off, but so some say six. See, if I already wasn't in trouble, I could say more funny stuff that two or three people would get, and it would be funny to me, but I can't. I got it. You got it? Nice. Um, but no, in all seriousness, I mean, I, I'm not overconfident. Uh, like these guys spoke about, you're nervous every time you come out here. I was nervous driving here today, knowing that this match is tomorrow. Um, in a lot of ways, this is the biggest match that I've ever had. I don't know if I can speak for Maserati or Nick Braxton, but... Uh, not to make this all about myself, but I mean, as far as motivation, I had, I've never had more fun in my career than I have with Studio 86, and say we lose and we have to disband, that might be the end of me, because I, I, this is all about fun for me now. And, and you know, it's, uh, testing myself to a certain degree, but if I can't come out here and have fun, I, I'm done. So if, if we lose tomorrow, uh, 86 is done, I might be done. 
So no, I, I'm I'm not overconfident. I'm I'm uh, I'm nervously excited and prepared. That's not a very good catchphrase, but that's that's a little clip for you. First, Justin May, then Orlando Christopher. Big match, obviously, tomorrow for the title. What do you prepare yourself, say, tonight or before the match tomorrow? I do a press conference. <laughs> I win a few awards. That's how I prepare. Nah, I'm just joking. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, studying a little bit of tape from Orlando, um, refer back to the matches that we've had before, see what he uh, see what he knew of mine, and just try to basically see what I can do slightly different that will catch him off guard. Um, it's it's basically just making sure that I'm going into the match informed and just making sure that I'm well rested before going into it. Because the last thing I want to do is be a Krabby Pants when I'm in the ring with him. Wait, actually, that's not a bad idea. No, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, maybe I will not get any sleep tonight. I'll just get a lot more angry. We will do that. Like, what was the question? Oh, we want to prepare. Uh, I'm not gonna get crabby. <laughs> uh, no, man. So I'll be honest. All year I've been wrestling. You know, as wrestlers, we do it all the time. I've been wrestling with a, like a torn LCL and a partially torn Achilles almost all year. Um, this is the first time I'm starting to feel really good. Like I've been hitting cardio real hard in the gym. Um, I feel really, really good for the first time I have, probably since the beginning of uh, 2019. So uh, it's probably unfortunate timing for Justin, you know, because uh, he's getting my A game. He's going to get 100% of me. And uh, again, I've been working on 80% pretty well, but I feel like 100 is going to be even better. Perfect, because I've been, you know, training for the past 16 years nonstop. So it's, it's one of those things where I... I'm giving you 150%. I want to get the exact same from you, and I'm glad that you've been hitting the cardio. I'm glad you've been hitting the gym as hard as possible because trust me, tomorrow I'm going to push you to your limit. It is going to be a classic yes, but I'm going to push you to your limit, Orlando. Good. I look forward to making you tap out. I look forward to making you uh, single lights out. One, two, three. All right. Don't feel too crabby, bud. <laughs> uh, Orlando. Everything's always awkward up here. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, even though you've had an amazing year at BCWA and you're the champion, uh, Justin Maine won the award for the fan vote for wrestler of the year. Does that make you want to have a better match tomorrow? Does it kind of dishearten you that you didn't win, or is it not going to affect how you wrestle tomorrow? Oh man, you can't get caught up in those things. Uh, you never can. Uh, fan votes. It's also who pushes it the most on their social media, right? Because next thing you know, one guy pushes it harder than the other. He's gonna have 100 people vote for him, and I don't recall even sharing it, you know what I mean? So, I don't really get caught up in too much of the fans' opinions and things like that, I just go out and do what I do. And I know that I'm good at what I do, and tomorrow's another chance for me to prove it. All right. So you're saying I won that award because I posted on social media? Uh, I, you've got a nice social media following, I will say that, bud. <laughs> It's not bad. It's not bad. Hey, I'm just promoting the product. That's all I'm doing. Hey, man, let's make this more awkward, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, for real, though, me and Justin are, like I said earlier, we're two guys with chips on our shoulders, okay? He's got something to prove. I got something to prove. Um, I feel like I've been kind of, at one point, was viewed as the best wrestler in Detroit. Um, I don't think I've had that crown for a couple years. I think guys like Gavin Quinn and uh, June Tai and a couple others locally in Detroit scene have kind of taken that crown. I look forward to regaining my crown as the best in Detroit, period. And whether that's with Justin Maine, whoever else, uh, that's what I'm going to do. And you see, because uh, since I started off 2019 as uh, essentially BCWA champion, I feel like I have a humongous chip on my shoulder, like Orlando was stated earlier and just a second ago. I was the BCWA champion. I held it until I was forced to give it up. Not because I wanted to, but because I was forced to. Injuries happen. You just work through it. But my thing is that I never really technically officially lost the BCWA championship. So that 
mentally and emotionally kind of mess with me. And, and for me to be able to be back in this position, to be able to fight for the BCWA championship again, is something that I've been really honestly busting my ass for the better part of the year to get back to this point. So for me, this is, it, it's more than just the BCWA championship. It's also to be able to prove that I am who I say I am. I am the main event. I am Justin Maine. I am the reason why a lot of people come to these shows. I want to be able to prove that tomorrow night. And I'm glad it's going to be with Orlando because I know if there's anybody in BCWA, there's a lot of great wrestlers in BCWA. I know for a fact that if there's anybody in BCWA who's willing to put everything on the line, it's going to be Orlando. You mentioned, uh, you mentioned how you started 2019 off as champion and how you've been busting your ass to get back there. You know, we also know that you've had a lot of uh, different spots with movies and things like that. Do you feel like having your time split in so many different places, does that uh, affect your um, focus going into it or anything of that sort? I wouldn't say it affects my focus. It just kind of drives me a little bit harder. I like to consider myself uh, a workaholic. I, I, I'm always finding something to work on, whether it's, it's pro wrestling, whether it's acting, whether it's personal training. Um, I'm always working on something. I'm always trying to basically be the best that I can. So if there's anything, um, it's not going to detract. It's going to push me harder. And the reason why it's going to push me harder is that if I build my film career to where I want it to be, I don't want my pro wrestling career just lagging in the background. It needs to be in the same level. Okay? So if I'm not where I want to be pro wrestling wise and I am where I am film wise, if say if I'm in this big $5 million movie where I have a lead role or something like that, yeah, I have to be on par with that pro wrestling. And one of the ways of doing that is being BCWA champion. All right, gentlemen, thank you very much. Tomorrow is Cataclysm. We have Studio 86 challenging for the Tag Team Championships against H3RD in a no-holds-barred match, as mentioned earlier. And for the BCWA Championship, Orlando Christopher, the reigning champion, will be defending against the main event, Justin Main, a match that is nine months in the making. That's all taking place tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for our media guests here tonight. And uh, we look forward to seeing everybody tomorrow. Cataclysm.